0: Blog Talk Radio The great city playboys They're always around To help build your hope up And help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing
1: worth singing about.
0: So now you're in, and now you won't hang out.
2: Good evening, mains. It is Wednesday, March 26, 2014. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye, and I'd like to welcome to the program the A to my batter-in-law, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan, how are you? Uh, pretty good, man. How you doing, Reese? Hey,
0: hey, man, hey, 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 we're gonna... hey, 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 we're gonna... hey, 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 gonna... hey, 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 gonna... hey, 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 gonna... hey,
2: hey, Two, three <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, uh, can I tell you how excited I am for this particular episode tonight? Can I just tell you?
3: You can tell me, right? Go right ahead
2: Well, I've got this new desk from which I'm doing it I've got a, a microphone, I've got some uh, headphones And uh, I've got this makeshift recording studio in here That makes me feel like we're doing a real show here
3: Oh, my God, you're doing it live. Oh, this is awesome.
2: That's what I said. I said, fuck it, we'll do it live. (laughs) That's
3: awesome. You're you're going pro over there. New desk, new mic, new equipment. Oh, man, you're going (laughs) professional.
2: Now, like I told you the other day, if the audio gets out of fucking control, let me know.
3: Okay, definitely. Right now,
2: it's completely clear, and I think it sounds even better than it did last week, so... Great. Well, that's the idea. So that that because it would be kind of silly to invest in all this shit and then worse. <laughs> you know.
3: Yeah, it would, but it would be worse too, though. In a lot of ways. How so? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you could make our show any worse, I mean, that would be pretty amazing. I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I was thinking about this beforehand in the shower. I was thinking about how uh, when I initially chose the theme music to this show, I wanted something with a very relaxing vibe a la Tom Snyder's interview show, Charles Grodin's interview show, uh, where it was just very... um, It was kind of this old-school kind of vibe that that had the standard, like, Sinatra-type music, so I went with this uh, particular Crystal Waters song and... Little did I know that the show would devolve into this cacophonous Himalayan uh, mess in the end. You know, so now I feel like the theme doesn't really match the uh, the show. <laughs> uh,
3: you know what? To tell you the truth, I didn't even know that was Crystal Waters in the first place. I thought it was I thought it was Mickey singing that song.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, you test earlier then.
3: I know it's a little little quick. I think we do need a different theme song. I do think share anything involved with share
2: would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Now, just so everyone knows, uh, this new mic is going to pick up some weird sounds. Like right now, I can tell it's picking up my heater, which I can't control. And so we'll we'll work on trying to you know get those sounds out. But in the meantime, just bear with us. Can you bear with me, John?
0: Oh, I
3: can bear with you all day. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm not hearing nothing right
2: now. All right, that's good. <laughs> and speaking of the desk and everything, now, my room is pretty small, and I haven't been able to fit a desk into it, but I've been doing this kind of purge lately. I've purged, purged the alcohol in my I've purged the pounds, 30-some pounds lately, and uh, then I've, I've been purging what I don't need in my room. Now there's actually room for a desk, albeit a small one, but there's room for it. And uh, it's not complete by any means, but almost feels like an actual fucking room now, which is great. But I think I got a little ahead of myself because I started, uh, uh, what I did was like, there's no closet in my room. So I got a wardrobe at Bed, Bath & Beyond. Do you know what these things are, wardrobes?
0: Yeah, The
3: Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Yeah, I've seen
2: that movie. <laughs> Speaking of, Justin McElroy went to do The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with... Uh, the Theater works tour a few years ago and I don't think he's ever come back for fucking Narnia.
3: He's <laughs> still stuck in the wardrobe.
2: <laughs> so I bought a wardrobe uh, which is like a bootleg closet. So uh, I bought it two Saturdays ago. So what I did was I followed the instructions and put it together myself. Now, I don't think I did a great job on it. The drawers... Uh, you know, only two corners of the drawer will go in there, not all four corners, so I fucked something up. But the fact that I actually was able to put together a functioning thing ma- ma- gave me this new hobby. So then I thought, I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, I'm thinking in my head, well, let's spruce up the living room and let's, let's you know, get this radio studio on and pop in. Studio. Uh, so the, f- the first thing I did was... Uh, I went to Ikea, which, by the way, is always a fucking great experience. You ever been to Ikea?
3: Oh, yeah. The one in uh, New Haven. It's great. I'm worth uh, long, long wharf. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, Swedish meatballs, huh? Did you get any? Swedish meatballs?
2: Nah, because I'm on this diet. Although, I probably could get the meatballs since there's not a lot of carbs, but I didn't want to risk it. They're probably pretty fatty, no? Yeah,
3: they are. They are very fatty, especially with that uh, special gravy sauce. But, yeah, I- Ikea. Great place. Great place. How are
2: those? How are those balls? Are those balls tasty?
3: Oh, those balls are delicious, especially with the the sauce all over them. Mm.
2: (laughs) With a side of duck butter, huh?
3: That's right. You can't get it without the duck butter. It's it's mandatory. And if they (laughs) see you eating it without it, they kick you out of the store.
2: Mandatory duck butter, mandatory duck butter, mandatory duck butter, mandatory duck butter, (laughs) mandatory duck butter. So I got all this furniture. I got a living room chair. You know the the white chair from Ikea that, like, every white guy has? You know what chair I'm talking about?
3: <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about, yes. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, so the first thing I did was I put that thing together, you know, after the wardrobe anyway. That, I did that, and and I w- succeeded in that unless somebody falls and breaks their ass. I, I think that's okay, uh, which could happen. could be me. Um, and then I put the, compu- the office chair together, uh, which, by the way, I thought, you know, would, would wheel around better. I don't know if you know or not, but IKEA furniture is fucking really shitty. Like, it's cheap shit, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I put the chair together, which I felt great about, except that the wheels on this chair are scratching up the bedroom floor. Um, so I had to do something about that. But before we get there... Uh, I, put, right, I put the two chairs together, but I saved the craziest thing for last. Uh, I saved the deck for last. And so uh, last Friday night, th- these are my Friday nights now, by the way. I'll go to an AA work until 6.30, go to an AA meeting at 6.45, stay there until 7.55, and then I come home and have my one cheat meal of the week, which is a bison burger with no bread or rice, along with baked sweet potato fries and uh there'll be brown rice there but I usually won't eat it so um uh so so so, so that's you know there I'm not really living on the edge much because that's my that's the cheap meal uh, um, and then uh I I came home on Friday and uh put a desk together uh no I tried to put a desk together and uh I failed I failed <laughs> I tried to, you know, what the thing is that the holes were not big enough to to put the screws in and get the screws all the way in. So I, uh, at one point, like, I had gotten enough of the desk, like, half of the desk together, and then it just comes collapsing apart. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so I was like, shit, all right, well, what do I do? Do I try and return this, or do I try and have somebody come over and take a look at the thing. So, like, by the way, nobody wants to do this. No, you know, I, I texted everyone I know who lives around Sunset Park and Park Slope, my uh, area of Brooklyn, and people would say shit like, you overestimate my ability to put furniture together and stuff. Like, And they'd say, like, they're so flattered, but I've overestimated them. <laughs> yeah, right. You just don't want to do it. So, by the way... One girl who said that, Kristen um, Hessel, <laughs> I saw her this morning uh, on the uh, subway. We ran into each other, and she, <laughs> she was like, so, so how'd the furniture thing go? And I was like, I botched it. Uh, so um, on Saturday, finally, Rob Biederman came over to take a look at it, but only after I spent hours with him to buy jeans that don't look like...
3: <laughs> it was a trade-off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think it I don't think it was quite a fair one actually because the, my thing took hours, his thing, he looked at it for about uh well actually, he came into my room and saw that I uh, there was a the sports illustrated swimsuit issue was here and so he's looking <laughs> at that for about maybe 20 minutes before he actually gets to the desk. And he, I know he's on a time deadline as well, and, he, and he's pointing out to me all the, the cracks and the nipples and stuff and anything that, you know, where things are uh, shown, and I'm like, you're ruining the thing for me. You know, he was spoiling the, uh, the story for me. Um, and, and he finally looked at the desk for about 10 minutes and figured uh, you, you better try and exchange it. So... Uh, <laughs> So on Sunday, I still have no desk. I go to Ikea again, and, um, and I realize when I get there, and I am I take a number, and I'm standing in line for the returns and exchanges, which, by the way, there's like more people in that line than there are in the store. Uh, and and I, uh, I picked a number, and I got to the back of the line, and I realized I forgot my receipt. Oh. <laughs> so then I was like, shit and the big sign there says all purchases all returns and exchanges require a receipt so i was oh. like fuck so then i called ikea customer service while i am waiting there and i was like can you email it to me and they said okay but the email will come in 48 hours and i need the, the i need the credit card information and the, your social security number and you, where you were born and uh, your third cousin's name and stuff get- and <laughs> <laughs> Which is absurd. Like, Ikea, fuck you. You should have a better system to just email the fucking receipt. Um, but uh, luckily, when I got up there, I was, <laughs> she was like, you don't have a receipt? And I go, here's the thing. And she was just like, all I can do is store credit. Uh, and I was like, that's fine. So luckily, I could just exchange it. And you know the thing about when you go to Ikea is every time you go, you must walk through the whole store. And usually it's a trap because... You go in through the entrance, and then in order to get to the exit, you have to go through the entire store. Now, I, on Sunday, did not need to go through the entire store. I could have just exchanged the desk and gotten out of there, but I was so used to the habit that I enter through the exit, and I walk to the entrance and back because, apparently, I had lost my mind. (laughs) and then i book a handyman because i remember i i had three hour of handyman service from this amazon cleaning local amazon locals cleaning deal i did for when the cleaning came over and made this place into an apartment again um and uh the, by the way uh, amazing um uh job uh, to uh, handybook handybook.com uh you guys should be a fucking sponsor uh, i probably shouldn't have said fucking um so uh Anyway, the handyman came over. He was uh this uh this this Asian guy named uh named Jerry. And let me tell you that Jerry put together this desk in about 25 minutes. And meanwhile, I had it took me about 4 hours to botch the project on Friday. Um, so, he, he comes out, and he's, like, all set, <laughs> and, uh, you know, then, so, so then I, I, uh, I, am so excited, I have the desk together, then I realize this chair sucks, this chair is wheeling scratches into the floor, so then I look up, like, what I can do to put under the chair, so yesterday, um, I looked it up, and it said I could get, like, floor protectors at Staples, so I go to Staples on 8th Street near NYU. They said to go to Staples in Union Square. And then they said to go to Staples on 6th, and, uh, 6th Avenue and 20th Street. So I'm walking the, the entire width of the city, basically, except that uh, it's freezing. And then the guy at Staples on 23rd and 6th said, if you want to stop... I said, this is the third Staples I've been to, and you guys don't have what I'm looking for. And the guy there said, if you want to stop walking around... Just go to eighty first and Broadway, they have a whole floor of furniture there. So I'm trekking my ass all the way up to the upper west side at like eight o'clock last night and I I get there and I look on the furniture floor and don't see any of these mats anywhere. And then I go downstairs and like first thing I said to the guy was, This is the fourth Staples I've been to and the guy nodded his head and I said, I'm just looking for one of them floor protector things for chairs and the guy goes like he he let, his eyes like lit up and he was, yeah we got those so he takes me down uh takes me back up no uh, back upstairs and uh and he shows me the shittiest fucking selection again it's the <laughs> shitty selection of of these things and then he found one and it was too expensive but then finally he found one in the back uh that I bought uh that is it's pretty nice actually it's like a wooden flavored one so it's got the, you know, it, it doesn't look all offy. Um, but that was my night last night. I went to four different Staples. It was absurd.
3: That's, that is absurd. That's ridiculous that none of them has these floor things. These things are important for furniture I don't, and for your office chairs
2: and whatnot.
0: It doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, hey Weeks, what's, what's going yeah. on with you, man? We, we haven't talked about you at all. What's, what's up with your life?
3: No, nothing. Nothing is exciting as that. Because um, first of all, I got to tell you, you know, I'm gonna, you know <laughs> this just is, is bypassed my life here. Not much going on. This this past weekend, I think I slept more than I was awake, and um, <laughs> I think that's about all I did. I was supposed to go to a party on Saturday. Listen, I I I came back from work on Friday. It was eight p.m. Uh, I stayed up till like midnight. and went to sleep. I slept like all the way to eleven the next day, and then I walked around my apartment for like hours, and then I went, I took a nap, and then and then I missed my, uh, a party I was supposed to go to that night, Saturday night, and then I just went back to sleep. I don't know what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, yes, had you been,
2: um, had you been drinking on Thursday or something? Were you drinking on Thursday or Friday? No, no drinking at all. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh, when you were walking around your apartment for hours on Saturday, what were you doing?
3: I was just walking around in circles. Uh, I was getting an occasional drink of water and then walking again.
2: Did you have anything on on the TV, or did you have a record on or anything?
3: I did have something on the TV. I, I think it was. Uh,
2: I think Sopranos was on. <laughs> was, was it a DVD or was it on cable? Oh, it was on. Uh, it was on uh, cable. Oh, you have cable, oh, that's right, because you watch the music videos on MTV at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, so you do That's right. I, I,
3: that, they, they only show up for one hour, and it's, like, at 3 or 4 in the morning, yeah.
2: Yeah, do you remember <laughs> the, the boy I love from Panic! at the Disco? Yes, Rob Brulé. <laughs> no, Brendan. No, no, Brendan Yuri. Yuri.: God damn it, what? you were so close. I even said Brendan that time. Brandon York uh, yeah,
3: but yeah, he he's good stuff. He has a new song, right, with uh,
2: Mitch McCoy. How do you know all this? I don't understand. <laughs> like, how, where did did you? Okay, first of all, Mitch sounds nothing like Travi. Secondably, <laughs> <laughs> secondably, where did you say? Secondably, where where did you see this or hear of this? And thirdly, isn't that song awesome? That song is awesome. First of all, second
3: of all, I don't even remember when I saw it. you know, sometimes I spend hours upon hours just, uh, you know, sitting there watching YouTube. So I just keep going <laughs> and switching videos, and you know, I think I hit that video sooner or later, and uh, it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is the only thing that stood out in my mind the whole weekend. I think.
2: I can't <laughs> believe that you know this. I'm so you know you you get the most important references. That, that most people not even get. You knew about Miss Jackson with Panic at the Disco, and most people think that Panic disbanded years ago, which they kind of did. Like, it's not the same band it used to be, except Brendan's the, like, basically the only member still in it, um, except for Spencer, who's in rehab. Um, anyway, uh, that song I've just had on repeat, basically, and the video... Uh, I-, I don't know what's going on with the last couple of videos, but I'm loving the pop-slash-hip-hop star that Brendan is becoming. Don't you love it?
3: Yes, I do love it. I think he's a breath of fresh air. Uh, he's very talented. And, uh, you know, i just worry that he's going to leave the band. What, what's going on? He's doing music without the band now? Or what, what's going on?
2: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, they're all on the same record. Like, Travi McCoy and Jim Classy, they're on the same record label. As, oh, okay, okay. Good, 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 all good. All Out Boy and Panic, yeah. Um, let me ask you something. Uh, uh, when you're... Going to sleep weeks what yeah. what do you got what do you got on your TV or your computer do you, do you fall asleep to a TV show and do you have a favorite one to fall asleep to?
3: Well, you know I don't fall asleep to anything on, but uh if I did, it would be tw- the movie uh, the show 24, only because it's become like you know ironed in my brain. Because in college, uh, in freshman year, my roommate used to watch 24 all the time, almost 24/7. And uh, so when we would go to sleep, he would leave the TV on, and I would hear that damn clock every single time. You know that that 24 the theme music, it was just ridiculous. And uh, yes, yeah, so, so it would be 24.
2: Mm. How how did the theme music go? Was it like? Dun, 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 dun.
0: That's
2: how
0: it's
2: <laughs> like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I was just on the train, I was on the subway coming back here, and uh I saw a guy next to me who had really old school headphones on and um he was like playing like this ridiculously old looking game on his Acer computer, his laptop. And then, then I I look and he's he has iTunes open on his full-on computer that he's on on the train, and I'm like, all right, if he like, all right, this guy's behind the times. He has no iPod, iPod no iPhone, whatever, not even like an Acer tablet. And then and then I look, and I'm like, all right, if he's doing this, it better be something good on iTunes. And then it was just some song called bills 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 because i spied on that thing and uh, you know when when you think that title who what what group do you think of
0: oh Destiny child
2: right right however right however it was like by jonathan jonathan colton or something
0: um,
2: <laughs> let me see if i can figure it out by the way you're going to hear some noise you probably have already so apologies for that bills 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 Jonathan. Oh, my God. It's um, oh, and it is a cover of the Destiny's Child R&B pop song. How about that? Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, so that's, this guy took out his entire computer <laughs> and played Bill a Destiny's Child cover of Bills, Bills, Bills was what he was listening to on the full-on iTunes there.
3: Oh, my God, there's guy at work um, who's got the biggest headphones of, on Earth. They're like the big, old, cool, like, 70s headphones uh, or 80s wrapped headphones. So they're just humongous. <laughs> and there's literally a guy who's 72 years old, 72 years old, mind you, and mm. uh, who, who makes fun of this guy and says, So, uh, so Bill, Bill, uh, when are you going to land the plane? What do you what?
2: Where do you? <laughs>
3: when, when are you gonna land the plane, Mr. Pilot?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And seventy two. Yeah, he's seventy two. I think maybe even older. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting you say that because the headphones that I'm using right now—I was going to tell you—they um, sound amazing in my ears like i i kind of accidentally stumbled upon that uh, I intentionally played that Brendan Yuri Mitch McCoy video but then uh when i listened, like i did i didn't remember that i had the headphones in and i was like oh my god this sound is incredible and i like felt it i felt it in my heart i felt it right. um but then uh i i'm i'm looking at like other guys like Mark Marin uses these headphones for his podcast they're Sennheiser uh HD 280 Pro. Oh, anything? those are expensive. Yeah, those are expensive. Uh, well, they 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 were, uh, you know, they were kind of mid-range or whatever, you know. And um, and then the thing is though, uh, that I when I look at like the picture of Marin, they look normal on him. On me, I think they kind of make me look like an alien. <laughs> because like their the handle is like coming out on the sides on either... So it looks like E.T.'s head on top of my head. And I'm not sure if I'm wearing them correctly. What's going well, on? I
3: think it's, it's it's all in relation to the proportion of your head, you know. Uh, <laughs> if your head's awfully big, I mean, these big headphones might work. Uh, if you got a small head, I don't think you should be using these, you know. you got to find a, head, a pair of headphones that really fits your head size.
2: <laughs> it's weird because... The, the re, One of the reviews I read said, uh, apparently everyone else has a small head because I can't fit into this. And I'm like, if, okay, well, that's really kind of the opposite of what, what I'm thinking here. Um, but, uh, you know, no, I don't think I have, like, that big a dome piece. Like, I don't have, like, a B-Marsh dome piece going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> well, I do. I have an awfully large head.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: It creates a lot of problems. I can't get any caps in like regular, you know, uh, like a regular hat store, like a cap, oh. like a baseball cap. I can't even <laughs> I can't even find them. Even those big-ass 50-50 <laughs> ones, you know, the huge 50 ones, I can't even fit them on my head.
2: Oh, like 50 cents? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought you said cats, like me? Oh, no, no,
4: no. Oh, sorry, cats.
2: Cat. I was like, what, is, what does your big head have to do? I can't get any cats. What does that have to do with? It? I'm not sure a kid for masks could get hats. I mean, cats. God damn it. That was offensive. Speaking well, you of put sure. the cat in the hat. That's what <laughs> you do. Oh, so, in New York, a guy comes on the train. And do you know where the guy, I put posted the video up of the guy who just goes, I am the cat. No, hat in the cat. I'm not a cat in the hat. You remember that? Yeah, remember yeah, that? I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right in Yeah. Uh, um. So, uh, 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 we, we, we were, we. Oh, see, B Marsh. Uh, B Marsh. Remember how last week I was saying, uh, you know, told my friends stop fucking calling me. Do not call Rob Biederman. Stop calling. You know how I was saying that?
3: Yes. I remember that, yeah.
2: Yeah, so I mentioned last week that P. Marsh was calling in my ear right at that time. And, uh, of course, that was intentional, which he admitted after. And then uh, <laughs> today, and remember, I also said, and do you even think about leaving a voice now, today as I'm walking to work, Matt Vaskey, we were kind of the three musketeers at work until they uh, left me there. Um, Matt Vaskey is in Chicago now. I get a voicemail from him where he drags on and on about how he's going to leave an important message about important things and blah, 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 important, important. He did it just to, to you know, make sure that he called and left a, a message. So, again, <laughs> saying do not do this, this was the worst thing I could have done. <laughs> so, they
3: intentionally, uh, you know, made infractions against your cell phone usage policy. This is Terrible. Why, why would they want to do that? Who leaves voicemails anymore? The only people who leave me voicemails are like telemarketers or, cr- you know, credit card companies coming after me. That's, 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 that's <laughs> the only people who come leave me messages. The, the evil people leave messages.
2: Do you have a lot of credit card companies coming after you?
3: Well, I I, mean, I don't know where they're coming from. I only own one or two credit cards, and uh, these fake <laughs> credit cards come after me. It's all scams. I, you know, it's just, it's truly amazing. So like, you know, I get a, I got a call today from like Kissimmee, Florida. I looked it up the phone number, and it's a scam and, uh, you know, they leave me a voicemail. What did they say? They're like, uh, we're just trying to, uh, talk to you about your cards. And, uh, you know, I have no card you know, even related to what they were talking about. I think it was like discover. And, uh, it was just a, a terrible scam. So I looked it up, and uh, there's, like, so many complaints about it. So I'm going to, uh, you know, try to register them or something like that. So I, I blocked them, at least. Terrible.
2: <laughs> you know what's terrible is I get a call from Rob Thurman at, like, 1120 at night. I don't take it. I'm I'm falling asleep. And, and he was like, you're around. And I said, falling asleep. And he goes, got a sec in a text after he called. And I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" So I'm thinking it's an emergency. And then he calls just to ask advice on a like a a girl that he likes. It was offensively <laughs> inappropriate.
3: That is inappropriate. I uh, that would be cause for I think breaking up the friendship.
2: <laughs> you know what else would be cause for breaking up this friendship is this. Um,
4: and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you can just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? <laughs> yeah, I'll just stick it up your Giovannis J- J- and
0: that's
3: <laughs> it, <you know. laughs> I swear to God, she say Giovanna Giovanna <laughs> <Jibata.
0: laughs> <laughs>
2: let's, let's keep going. There.
4: It, it only goes in the. Janice, you don't uh, put it in, in on in your the pants what? At all, I'm sorry. You, it goes up where you you said a word that I didn't hear before. The same. I'm not pronouncing it very well. The same word you said that instead of the penis, the other. It goes up the butt.
0: Uh, divina. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> <laughs> Check out that and a bunch of other crank phone calls on uh, Friday Night Cranks. Um, also, uh, speaking of shout-outs, uh, John Weeks, do you like buying razors?
3: Oh, no. I hate it. It's terrible. You got the girl, uh, the Turbo Glide folder t- uh, over there. They got all these face <laughs> face <laughs> name razors in, in the uh, supermarket or wherever I go to get my damn razors, and they're all like 60 bucks. The the the, resells, the cartridges it's ridiculous.
2: What is this a gun? <laughs> you know what I had to do yeah, today. Well, I didn't have to do. I should have fucking done Dollar Shave Club like I keep telling everyone else to do. But the thing is, yeah. I have really really sensitive skin, and I didn't want to risk it. So I went to um, the Dwayne Reed, and it took me. You know, I went to two different pharmacies. I may as well have gone to more staples. I went to two different pharmacies, and, uh, and then I wound up spending about 45 bucks on the, the razor. And, of course, I asked the lady. This happens 100% of the time, guaranteed, where I'll ask for a razor, and then they'll, they'll just say, you want the cartridges, right, or the blades, right? It's always – that always happens, every single time. And then uh, I was like, uh, well, yes, those and the actual razor – and so then she she gets the uh, – she puts the blades back, but I said those and. So she puts the blades back, and then she gets the razor, and she gives it to me. And I was asking for the Gillette Fusion power. Um, and then I, like, I get the razor, I get the blades, $45, dollars later. I get home, and I open it, and I realize it's still the wrong razor. I am meant to get the Gillette – Fusion Pro Glide Power is what I meant to get. So now I just have to... hello no hello 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 oh god huh? no hello I hear you
0: hello
2: can you hear me now
3: yeah I can hear you yeah
2: okay I cut out huh you think you
3: did you cut, you cut out for like a second Yeah.
2: okay so so I got no pro and I got no glide in my shaver.
3: Well, I, I gotta say, are they are these companies trying to confuse us? Why don't they name a new razor a new name? Why is it like the Fusion Power Mach Two or the Fusion <laughs> Power Mach Three? Why does it go up like that? Are they trying to confuse us? I use the the Mach Three and, and now it's like a Mach Eight. It's what, you know. It just makes your shave slower.
0: It doesn't
2: go any quicker. I don't know what <laughs> what they're trying to do with us. What is the Susan Powder Mach 3? What? <laughs> that's, no, that's, for, that's for the Javina. <laughs> God, who's the
0: mess? Come and get you. you. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Please love the mess,
3: love the mess, love the mess. Tom Fogarty.
4: Tom Fogarty, the wizard man. Hey, hey, wizard. Hey. Hello? Hey, what's up? Hey, Hey, Hello? Wizard. Hello? Wizard? wizard. Hello? Wizard? Hello? Wizard? Hello? Wizard? I'm wizard? doing my wizard impression. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Wizard?
0: <laughs> I'm into Weeks
4: Wizard.
3: Hello? <laughs> hey, wizard. <laughs> oh
2: Hello? <my> <laughs> hey, wizard. This is Hello? a cycle of nonsense. <laughs> Bar game. Hello? What? Hello? What's going on? Tom, what's going on with you? Not
4: me. It's been a wonky day, man.
2: How's <laughs> it? Why?
4: I have no idea. It's just been one of those damn days.
2: <laughs> Maybe because it's I hear hear that. out. Windy.
4: I have. I have no idea. I went to the dentist. Had an anxiety attack. Couldn't Ooh. finish having my teeth cleaned. It was like, get no, your I'm... damn fingers out my mouth! I'm out of here. So it all you,
2: dropped my cake. You stopped, in the middle, uh, you stopped in the middle of a dental appointment because you were having an anxiety? What, why do you think that happened?
4: I have no idea. It just because I, I keyed into the sound of that little fucking vacuum cleaner that you getting from your lip, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And there was just something about it. It just seemed so fucking invasive. And yeah. I just had a little anxiety attack and said, I'm sorry. I'll see you in a couple months. <laughs> Get me out of
2: here! Wow. All right. Well. Yeah. Dentist's yeah. office started tough. So. Who are Who terrible are you, places. Who is John? We haven't been to a dentist like in 20 years. So don't listen. to that. Uh,
3: you know, yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's the reason why. You know, they just cause me so much anxiety. They're sitting there, they're putting things in your mouth. Uh, you, I don't even know what they're looking at in your mouth, quite frankly. And then, uh, you know, they put that that. There's something about that paste they put on your mouth.
4: That just disgusts me beyond belief. <laughs> it tastes like ass. Ah. <laughs> we, we didn't even get to that. She just had that fucking orc vacuum cleaner hanging from my lip and then
0: three fingers
4: in there and a mirror down my throat. And I was just like, you know what? This ain't working for me today.
2: Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't blame you. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Who have you got for us tonight on this March 26, okay. 2014 for the Hot Mess Awards?
4: Well, my first one, and I'm not sure which side of this I come down on, because it's just kind of funky all around. There is a male chemistry high school teacher named Gary Sconce out in California. And when spring break comes, he is taking his break. And when he returns to school, a school that he's taught at for 24 years, I might add, he is no longer going to be Gary Scamps, but he's going to be essentially... Uh, Bruce jenner he is having <laughs> sex, he is having sex reassignment surgery on spring break <laughs> he has he has felt as though he was transgendered his entire life he's decided to finally do something about it so yes guess what he's doing on his spring break
2: he's getting his cock cut <laughs> into having, a vagina
4: <laughs> yeah
2: he's <laughs> getting his vagina.
0: <laughs> a
4: nip-nip
2: here and a tuck-tuck there.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, boy. So is, is he the so,
0: well,
4: and there's a No, and there's a lot of parents and students who are, like, saying that he should be forced out of the school and all this stuff. And I actually, like, think, you know, it's a pretty good teachable moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Right. But, yeah. but there's part of me that, like, I mean, I understand he's been there for 24 years and he wants to, like, see it through where he's been. But part of me would, I don't know. I I just keep thinking if I was going to do something that drastic, I'd want to just sort of start all over someplace, you know?
0: Right.
3: I mean, I I feel like if he's able to
4: do his job, you know, whatever, you know, that's, right. it really shouldn't matter, you know? Yep.
2: <laughs> and yep. who's your second hot mess, sire?
4: My second hot mess has got to be this, like, three-way vacay that Alicia Keys, Swiss Beats, and his former ex... Tashandra took with their like combined families now. Now these two women like went at it tooth and nail like about two years ago and now all of a sudden they're like you know three-way vacaying together.
0: Hmm.
4: <laughs> hmm. Kind of a hot mess. Winner, Swift Beats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's your third yeah. hot
4: My third hot mess has got to be that Mrs. Gorp Paltrow and her cold pussy play Chris Martin and their trade Pretentious Separation, which <laughs> if you saw the blog today on her Goop website. Yeah. She said they are having a conscious uncoupling. Mm. That apparently they've been in trouble for over two years, but they're better friends now than they've ever been. And now sources are saying that they haven't slept together like in the last two years. They've had separate bedrooms. And in fact, remember about a year ago he was wanting to buy like some huge twenty million dollar mansion for he and the band? And then mm-hmm. she sort of put the kibosh on that? Well, that was the beginning of him sort of wanting out apparently. Mm-hmm. But Boy, but they are weird. having a
2: conscious a conscience uncoupling. <laughs> It's weird that they haven't had sex in a while or slept in the same room because, like, a year ago there was that story about how when she wants to shut him up, she'll give him a blowjob. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I guess I that's, that's, all that's all
4: just when she couch. wants protein. I think that's just when she needs some protein because she doesn't get it in the shit she eats, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, sire. Gwen Yeah. She's a She's a tofu wonder. (laughs) Is everybody lubed up and ready to go? I'm lubed up. I've been
4: greased all friggin' day. (laughs) Boots and pants and boots (laughs) and pants and boots and
3: pants and boots
4: and pants. Hello? Hello? (laughs) All? (laughs) We (laughs) All? Can you smell me? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Hello? <laughs> Hello? 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 We keep it off this damn jail of mine. Hello? God damn
4: it. Hello? Hello? Okay, I'll
3: get Okay, I'll right, yeah, okay, good. Is he gone again? There's <laughs> Ryan still Ryan? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, are you there?
2: Yes. Hello? Oh, <laughs> can you hear me now? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Is Wizard there? What? Okay, hey, Wizard. All right, I'll go. All right, you ready?
0: <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs> Former celebrity judge Joe Brown was arrested and sentenced to five days in jail for throwing a spit in a Memphis, Tennessee courtroom. Brown became pretty raucous and challenged the authority of Shelby County magistrate Harold Horn. After learning the child support case he was litigating was not on the docket, the judge who sentenced him, longtime rival Judge Mathis, here come the judge! Here him the judge! The altercation between the two judges got so intense that Judge Wapner had to come in and break it up by waving his mallet.
0: Out of the court! Out of the court! <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wapner! <laughs> oh <my> God! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Shakira found out that she has the most followed page on Facebook in the world. She thanked her fans on social media by saying, Wow, I was just told I now have the most followed page on Facebook in the world. I still cannot believe it. I always wanted to have like a lot of friends, but never imagined it'd be so many. 56 million. So humbled. Thank you guys enough for your support. I feel so fortunate to have you. Giant kiss,
0: kiss, kiss.
4: Forever, thank Shaq. Wrote the 37-year-old Colombian Shaq superstar on Instagram. She ended her appreciation by saying this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you really say 37
3: years
4: old? Yep, and look how much better she was
0: than you.
2: <laughs>
0: Great yodel, but
2: your sh- your Shakira impression sounds mighty Chinese. Huh? <laughs> your Shakira sounds a bit Chinese. My hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They may sweat the wrong way, but they don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Weeks. Two
3: CNN journalists were arrested for trying to sneak past security at the World Trade Center in New York City on Tuesday in an attempt to report on recent security lapses at the site. Police said, CNN, making Bill O'Reilly look like Edward R. Murrow.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, hey. An Allentown woman who was abandoned who, has abandoned, who was abandoned as a baby in the bathroom of a Burger King says she found her real birth mother. 27-year-old Catherine DePrell says she met her biological mother for the first time on Monday in an attorney's office. She was finally able to ask her mother in person why she thought it was a good idea to name her Whopper Jr. (laughs) 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 She had it her way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You lay, you lay.
3: (laughs) In a new interview with the UK's Evening Standard, Jared Leto revealed that he considered attending the 2014 Academy Awards dressed in drag as a tribute to Rayon, the transgender woman he played in the blockbuster film Dallas Fires Club. In the end, he fought against it as it would have distracted people when he plugged his band.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Ah. Ah. With with one-third of the Internet's bandwidth veritably devoted to the data transfer of pornography... Female college students are speaking out about the kinds of adult films they'd like to see, asserting that, yes, women watch porn, too. Most of these women, however, have dicks.
0: <laughs> 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 A
3: George Washington University Battleground Poll, revealed Hello. Tuesday morning that more than half the country has no idea who the hell the Koch brothers are. It, oh, was, immediately,
0: yeah. <laughs> it was
3: immediately interpreted as bad news for Democrats who have tried to turn the billionaire energy tycoons into midterm election boogeymen, giving them nicknames like Cock Zero.
0: <laughs> now
3: you don't need to sell me on the oh. boogeyman theory. Hell, Zero you know, Cox
4: is scary enough for me. <laughs>
2: General General Keith Alexander, director of the National Security Agency on Tuesday, denied the agency spies on former President Jimmy Carter's emails by saying, the reality is we don't do that, and if we did, it would be illegal and we'd be held accountable and responsible. Alexander said NSA surveillance has been reviewed by the president, congress and the department of defense, defense and the department of justice. Everybody reviews what we do to see if anybody's doing anything illegal like you suggest, he said. No one has found anything, zero. Except for the exact whereabouts and ongoings at all times of former president Jimmy Carter. <laughs>
4: And they had cock-zero idea, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Okay. And as usual, Florida is going to take, take, take the toll here. A group of residents asked to add a monument to Union soldiers at the site of the largest Civil War battle in Florida. Neither they nor park officials thought it would be an issue. But... Florida State Representative Dennis Baxley, Republican from Ocala, a member of the Sons of Confederate Veterans, he must be one old motherfucker, responded to the idea by filing a bill that would strip park system administrators of the authority to approve historical markers and put that power instead in the hands of the Florida legislature. Of course, after the bill passed, by seven to six, Actually celebrated by burning a cross on his Yankee neighbor's lawn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in the midst of a divorce. Hello. Hello? <laughs> Hello.
4: Hello. Take my finger.
0: <laughs>
3: if you're oh God, uh, OK, uh, if you're in the midst of a divorce and living with children in Massachusetts, dating or having sex at home could soon be banned until all divorce proceedings are finalized, pending the passage of a new bill. In order to have sex, a judge would first have to sign off an approval. In unrelated news, the Kennedys will now be leaving their beloved state of Massachusetts.
4: Aww. Aww. <laughs> what kind of myth was it? <laughs>
3: anal-flavored. Anal flavored. Anal, anal flavored. Cherry flavored.
4: Cherry flavored? Was there a gorilla in the myth?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. According, according to Shane Goodall, yes. Oh. Like the,
2: the monkey lady.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Back to Florida we go. An irate, intoxicated Port St. Lucie man, Trevor Campbell, vomited on his cell phone before holding a machete to his wife's neck and firing a shotgun over officers' heads. Dang. Now we even got to loop our phones up. Yeah.
2: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> He vomited on his cell phone. Like, that's the most important part of that story. Oh, man. (laughs) Three Secret Service agents responsible for protecting President Obama in Amsterdam this week were sent home and put on administrative leave Sunday after going out for a night of drinking. One of them was found drunk and passed out in a hotel hallway. This was the same one who had earlier in the night tried to make out with Joe Biden as he was so wasted that he thought he was in an episode of House of
0: Cards.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. With the acquisition of virtual reality headset creator Oculus VR, Facebook suggests that it hopes to make reality obsolete that the social network is looking ahead to a future in which face-to-face communication is indistinguishable from Facebook to Facebook communication. What I'm wondering is if they can make cock-to-butt communication indistinguishable from from cock-to-butt (laughs) <laughs> then I'd never have to leave the house. Oh. I'd cut my succulents all over that juicy hole. <laughs> 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 hello, hello, hello? God damn it, Weeks
0: <laughs> Norman, is that you? Norman, Norman,
3: Norman. There are six thousand four hundred Dairy Queen locations around the world and now you can add one more store to that number. Get ready, Manhattan, because you're about to be hit with another blizzard cutting the tape at the grand opening. Chris Christie himself. He may have some trouble getting there, though. Why? Oh, because it's Chris Christie.
2: What? Huh? Hello? <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
4: Never God mind. That.
2: Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin of Coldplay released a joint statement on Paltrow's website Goop stating that the couple is splitting up and called it Conscious Uncoupling. Even when they break up, they are still the most annoying fucking couple on the planet.
4: <laughs> I'll say.
2: <laughs> God. The music sucks, too.
4: Going down, i must have been like landing space first in a bed of peat moss.
2: I don't know know what that was, but it didn't sound English.
3: (laughs) A Canadian man was disappointed when he found out his girlfriend, who was allegedly expecting triplets, was not pregnant. A Montreal obstetrician and gynecologist said Sir girlfriend may have had psorosis, a condition in which physical signs of pregnancy manifest, but there's no actual pregnancy. Someone who also has this condition, Chris
0: Christie.
2: (laughs) 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 The TSA is recommending recommending armed law enforcement be present during peak hours at all airports. The TSA is suggesting that TSA agents be present as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: it's in the position. (laughs) New York City now has a pet-friendly domestic violence center for when women leave their husbands but do not want to leave their pets behind. Damn. Talk about not giving up any more
0: pussy.
2: (laughs) Mexican prosecutors said Tuesday... That Me- Mexican pimps have forced a group of mothers into prostitution by holding their children hostage. In their defense, the pimps said, "Well, our clients are a bunch of motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> he's, a,
4: he's, a, he's a Mexican pimp. <laughs>
0: he's
4: a Mexican pimp. <laughs> Houston police last Wednesday uncovered a grim building. Or is it a grime building?
2: Grim. A grim, grim. You're right.
4: A grim building covered in human waste and packed with 115 people held hostage inside. Police assumed this was a house used for human smuggling, but later realized... It was just the house of John Wee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, what you he's got
2: to,
0: be to, be to do.
2: It. <laughs> gotta keep it dirty. It. <laughs> Army soldier private Isaac Agigi confessed that he killed, him. he killed his pregnant wife by persuading her to wear handcuffs during sex and then suffocating her with a plastic bag over her head. A former Army buddy testified before a court-martial Monday. He said he was going to use a Whole Foods bag, but then he would have had to pay 25 cents.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But they're reusable.
2: (laughs) Did the baby die? Yeah, it's a double homicide. Jeez. Oh, did he use a baggie? (laughs) Baby in a Baggie, available at Kmart.
4: A little dime dime baggie.
3: (laughs) A Houston, Texas, middle school teacher faces criminal charges after an eighth grader told police that she had performed oral sex on him in a classroom. A New Hampshire man who taught high school math was arrested Friday after allegedly having sex with a 14-year-old student in his classroom. Both teacher's defense was, well, everyone said we needed a better sex ed program, so I gave it to them. Come
0: on!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Steyer,
2: thank you so much and the, <laughs> the off. <jack-off. laughs> Yo, you want to yodel one more time before you go? <laughs> Good night, Sire man. Good night, Wizard. Bye. <laughs> All, <right. laughs> All right, that was Sire Wizard Tom Fogarty. What a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job of Tom Fogarty and the Wizards. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, phenomenal. So we, phenomenal. We, Weeks, I, I do have a letter that, that uh, is addressed to you, but um, it, it is 9.58 p.m. Uh, how are you doing on time? Can you stick around or do you have to go? Uh,
3: let, let's 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 do it. Yeah, let's uh, you know. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it.
2: Okay. Now here's the other issue. I have to piss like a racehorse at the Kentucky Derby with a glue truck behind it. So uh, can, do, we we will take a uh, two-minute break. All right, and uh, you can enjoy this song uh, by Alkyman. Man. Okay. Okay called uh something it's, it's i don't know it's a song dump, yeah. it's called dump truck dump truck yeah
1: workplace Alchemist haters good looking yeah yeah class be human one workplace got that hot shit man i'm telling y'all word up real talk man yeah yeah Rappers all ass Like track meets When I spit over hot beats Made at me Cause my game tighter Than athletes Raps about your talent Not your money or rap sheets. Never claim to be a criminal Cause that's not me I'm an MC Lyrics as leader Not a follower If you biting everybody else Why even bother Cause you should be an innovator Not an imitator Be as true as possible Nobody likes no fabricator You should try to be The best you can be Because I can't be you I can only be me Plus it's stuff to give advice And most folks won't take it Just like a started. Stay real. Most cats are stuck on fake shit I'm on the path to greatness and I know I'll make it Cause when evil comes my way, I always seem to shake it Got a strong mind and some ill-ass rhymes So in due time, I'ma get my chance to shine uh-huh. Saw so swag, no skill, tell me what the deal Everybody biting instead of doing what they feel saw so swag, no skill, me align, so swag, no skill. Uh-huh. tell me what the deal Everybody lying instead they keeping shit for real It's swag, no skill, tell me what the deal Everybody biting instead of doing what they feel so It's swag, no skill Tell me what the deal Everybody in line Said they keep it shit for real I'm balls on the budget I don't got millions of billions But long as I pay my bills then so you know I'm straight and chillin I like fly whips Tight chicks, and all that shit But getting material things Ain't never the fuckin' reason I spit I got a god-given talent To share with the world And even if my kick is scuffed I can bag your girl Cause it ain't what you got It's how you carry yourself Plus I ain't even tryna to Floss on what that long-term role Cause if I'm eatin' My fans wanna eat too Cause being rich and by yourself yourself just self ass. I show love to only a few, my family, my friends and everybody to keep it true. And to you up-and-coming artists, stay original. The best thing in life, homie, is being your own individual. Yeah man, do your own thing. don't you biting these whack motherfuckers, shit, real rap. It's all swag, no skill, tell me what the deal Everybody biting said they doing what they feel, it's all swag, no skill, tell me with the deal, everybody line, said they keep it shit for real, it's all swag, no skill, tell me with the deal, everybody bite instead of doing the what they feel, it's all swag, no skill, tell with the deal, everybody line, said they keep it shit for real.
2: man with all swag, no skill. What'd you think of that track, John Weeks?
3: That was a damn good song, man. I mean, he—I don't think he even swore throughout the whole song. Maybe he did, but it—it uh, was, it was great. I loved
2: it. Yeah, I don't think he swears. If he does, it's very rarely. He's all about that positive hip hop. Uh, he's a rapper out of York, Pennsylvania. And I told him, "Oh, my favorite uh, band is from there." Uh, one of my favorite bands, and, and he was like, live, I know all about them. Little did we know during the interview that live, you know, had split up with Ed Kowalczyk and it's not the same live.
3: That's not right. How do you not have the bald-headed Ed Kowalczyk? You know, come on.
2: The bald-headed Andre Acasino of a
3: That's right, that's right. But, but I love Dalkey man. I'm going to go check out his stuff. He really came, went hard, even though he wasn't swearing. He was like, probably back to like
0: Will Smith.
2: Yeah. You should uh I think the mixtape is on that datpiff.com. So everyone should check it out. Alkyman, A L K E Y, M A N. Uh excuse me. Um, okay. So uh we have a letter coming from uh Pete from Temecula. All right? We have Pete from Temecula. Uh okay. are you are you ready? Are you, a lot of people let, let me just say for those first time uh listeners that a lot of people John Weeks they call you the uh, a lot of nicknames. They have Dr. Drew Pinsky, Dr. Drew Carey, uh Roseanne, Jamaiquai, uh the Playboy of the Western world, uh <laughs> Tempted by the Fruit of Another, uh and um c- Candles stick. Uh but <laughs> The, the, the thing that really sticks out is the whole Dr. Drew thing, Dr. Drew of the Internet. So, uh, are you ready, willing, and able to help Pete from Temecula?
3: Well, first of all, I don't know why uh, people have such, so many names for me, but uh, I prefer Dr. <laughs> Drew Barrymore.
2: Speaking of, did you ever see that movie Going the Distance with no, Drew Barrymore? No, I didn't. Have you ever seen Never Been Kissed? No, and, and I think you know why.
3: Oh, yeah. oh yes, I know why now.
2: Yes. Why? You tell me why.
3: Because you don't like Drew Barrymore.
2: No. In, when we were in high school, uh, I think we were there. Didn't we all go to North Haven to see Never Been Kissed and... And like Andrew, and it was like a lot of people. Like my friend Joanna was there, and Andrew MAndrew was late, and so rather than see Never Been Kissed, we all had to swap out our tickets and then saw um, Ten Things I Hate About You for a second time. Were you there that night?
3: No, I was not there, but uh, I, I think I've heard this story a long time ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Joanna was not happy, and it was all MAndrew's fault, basically. <laughs> Because she and I had already seen it. And meanwhile, you know, she she and I, I was, you know, in love with the girl. And then we're, we're going out to dinners and movies as if we're, you know, going on dates and shit. Uh, but um, anyway, that, you know, that didn't work out. Uh, she still to this day says that the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for her is when I took her out in a limo for her birthday. I took her to the colony in uh, Stanford, uh, you know, picked her up in Wallingford. And it was a limousine and whatnot, and she still says most romantic thing. Meanwhile, she's he's got she's got a husband, you know, and two kids, and yet I am still, I still take the cake for the romantic thing, which well, you know, I got to
3: give the up to you, man. That's that's a, that's a, that's a bold move. That's a
2: that's a boss move right there. <laughs> I remember when I pulled up in that limousine. It was beautiful, white, very modern looking limousine for 1999. When I pulled up, uh. The neighbor uh, Scott, um, her friend Jess's stepfather, Scott, he turns to me and shakes my hand and goes, "Nice touch
3: <laughs> Give you props, you know you' preserved, uh, definitely deserved.
2: <laughs> All right, so here it is. here's the letter. Let me take a I'm gonna take a swig of some uh, some have you ever had this diet Coke with lime?"
4: I have. I had that a long time ago. Yeah. What What do you think of it?
2: It tastes like Pledge.
4: <laughs> well,
3: if 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 Pledge tasted like it smelled, I would drink it all day,
2: every day. <laughs> but this, but this tastes like Pledge smells. Oh, it's awesome! I might have to cop some. I'm going to have to get some
3: uh, diet coke with the uh, pledge.
2: Yeah, you might have to cop some.
3: <laughs>
2: you go to the dealership.
3: Cop that. Sorry, I'm talking like a '90s uh, rapper.
2: Yeah, or even 2003. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So here's the letter. <sighs> Woo! That, I think that Diet Coke made made me all wired. Oh, uh, I'm. Not, uh, I can't. It's gonna make oh, you can't. nice and shiny inside. Oh shit! All right, you, you, people are gonna hear a lot of fucking noise on this podcast. For that, I apologize. Um, all right, here it is, dear Dave and Jonathan. I have a problem.
0: Dave? Yeah, it's Dave. <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Dave and Jonathan (laughs)
0: Does this this, this person even listen to our show? Who wrote this (laughs) list? I don't
2: know. Uh, This is the first time I'm reading it. Mm. Mm. Dave and Jonathan, I have a problem that I believe is one of the age-old questions of our time. I recently got sober Oh, I can relate to that. I'm about a month in and feeling great, but I got this issue, see? And I hope you listen to the tremble in my voice when I say this so I sound a bit less rapey. But okay, here it goes. This girl, who is a solid 10, asked me out to grab drinks. And I've been wanting to do things with and to this girl uh, for a while. The fact she asked me out scores her some points as I am a male and typically ladies wait for us to do the asking. Right, Dave? Now, here's the deal. We are going to a restaurant that I know has a sick beer selection and some of my favorite brews. And, like, I know that she is going to drink. So my question is, and I don't mean to sound philanthropic here, But what is the etiquette in this situation? Like, I know if I'm going to hook up with a girl who had been drinking during my drinking I would make sure I was drinking too, you know? So I didn't feel like I was taking advantage of her. Now, if I'm going to, shall we say, tally bag this girl tomorrow, I see no way I can do it without having at least some beer Basically, I will regret if I drink and bring my age back to zero, but I think I will regret more if me and this chick don't plow. So, yeah, I think it's an old age adage of father time, and I would appreciate any advisement you can lay on top of me. Love the show. First-time listener, long-time caller. Regards and wish, Pete from Temecula.
3: (laughs) I like the uh, first-time listener, long-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: You know, well, odd, odd letter, but yeah, I think that it, it is an age-old question. That one.
3: That really is. Um, that's tough. That's a conundrum. Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, that's really, there's really no right answer to this. Um, well, Dave, um, <laughs> no, Pete. I'll, Dave. I'll, I'll start first, Dave, and then uh, <laughs> I'll try to help Pete. Uh, well, Pete, well, you, you, first of all, you, I think you have to figure out what your priority is, I think, in all this. I think, you know, you have to make a choice, and that's uh, the most difficult thing in life, where you make one choice, and it may not lead you down the road that you want it, on the other side of it, but uh, that's a dilemma, so you have to pick one side or the other. Would you rather, you know, remain in sobriety, you know, and and congratulations to you for making that decision and for uh, sticking with it, uh, you know, up to the possible point. Um, So, would you rather stick with sobriety and continue that, or would you rather, you know, as you say, go after this girl and hopefully uh, have sex with her at, uh, at the end of that date? But, you know, um, in a way, it's not really about that choice, too. Because you don't really, you know, as guys, we often think, like, very uh, linear terms, if we do A, then B's going to happen. You know, but I don't know if that's really going to be the case. You know, of course, if you have a drink, you break your sobriety. That's really the only uh, cold fact that there is in this whole scenario. Uh, you know, the fact that you drink doesn't mean you're going to, you know, uh, sleep with this girl either. So And it's a first date, so, I mean, you know, are you really expecting too much out of this relationship? So you really got to get your priorities straight. If you really like this girl, you have to figure out, you know, this girl is worth more to you than just sleeping with her on the first date, you know, especially when she had the guts uh, to ask you out. You know, you should respect that to to a great degree. And then um, uh, the other thing is I think, you know, sobriety is a good thing, uh, especially if, if, uh, you know, drinking has been very... Negative in your life, it's something you should really stick to, and uh, that's a major priority. If you have to figure out whether or not that is more important than supposedly sleeping with this girl after one day. I, I think it's a you know really a risk-benefit analysis, really a percentage analysis. You know, you really have to, and that's how I think. I think of you know cold hard logic would dictate to me that uh, you know your your chances of sleeping with this girl after one day is 50-50. And then you know you also have to play in emotion a little bit too because you know if this girl is very important to you, you don't want to just use her and sleep with her one night. You want to create some kind of long term relationship. At least that's what I'm gathering from your letter. That's again your own priority and your own. Uh, I'll leave you to your own devices in that that arena. But um, so you know I would stick with the sobriety because uh, that's important to you, to your health, to your your life, and to creating relationships. And I would, you know, take this relationship with this girl pretty seriously. Uh, if she asks you if, why you're not drinking, just be honest with her, you know. She obviously likes you because she asked you out. I mean, it takes a lot of uh, guts for uh, a girl to do that. I think that's pretty uh, pretty admirable. And then, um, so, I think I would take the relationship pretty seriously, at least on the first date. And then, uh, you know, make your decisions afterwards. And, you know, I I really caution guys to not think so, you know, like in you know, a linear linear. Your fashion. I think that works in certain things. I think that works in, like, uh, career planning, life planning. But, you know, um, you know, it, just because you do A, you're not going to get B sometimes, you know, because C comes in there somewhere. So I think, you know, just take the sobriety seriously. Uh, take the relationship seriously, uh, you know, and don't assume things. Like, you're just going you know, to sleep with the girls just because that's one day. And, and treat the uh, girl in the relationship more. Uh, is a serious thing. So, you know, I wish you luck and set your priorities straight, uh, you know, and, and you, you could go the other way. You could do as you like, but uh, that's just how I would you know, use my rationale on that. You know, cold on logic with a little bit of perseverance, you know, goes a long way,
2: I think. I think you raise good points. Uh, that is the, the thing of it is, is that he's basing this decision to drink on conjecture. There's no guarantee that she's going to sleep with him at the end of the night and say that things go south, say that the date doesn't go well or it winds up, she's not interested or whatever. Those drinks can lead to worse decisions. if, Like you're down in the dumps or whatever. And you know, you could be doing drugs and binge eating and all that stuff. So you're 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 risking a lot there. You're basically setting yourself up for for failure. You know what I mean? We, right, right. I totally agree with you.
3: Um, like you, you talk about the depths of the logic too. So I think you don't really know how far you can really go down uh, until you hit rock bottom. And you know you don't want to make that first step. You know that that small step seems really small, but it can it can lead to a lot worse things. You know.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, but but also. What is, now, uh, I'm going to sound a little like Dr. Phil here not in a good way, uh, but what, what is the morality here of a, a sober guy and a girl who's had a couple drinks and she says she wants to bang it out and the guy hasn't had any drinks, what, is, what, what does he do? What does the sober guy do in this situation?
3: Wow, that's, that's, that's tough. That's tough, uh, Dr. Phil. Uh, uh, Okay, well, I mean, you know, well, the strict morality would say that you shouldn't take advantage of somebody. So, you know, even though she's drunk and, you know, she may be impaired, um, it also depends on the level of impairment. If you, you know, really know this person and you've seen them drink before and they can make a conscious decision to sleep with you, then it might be all right, but you really got to know the person and you really got to know the person to be the right. frame of mind, maybe the passage of time, you know, in the night can kind of uh, help you figure that out. I mean, but you know, the really morale, uh, you know, a uh, moralistic, uh, ethical person would say, you can't take advantage of someone when they're next kind of state of mind. And if you're serious about a relationship, you know, is hanging it out really that, that important to you on the first night. I mean, that's, that's priorities again. And, um, but you got to really gauge it, you know, on a case-by-case case basis. And uh, what's more important to you, you know? Your kind of uh, respect for others or, or your kind of uh, temporary pleasure, you know? Uh, if, she, if she says yes, you got to gauge it correctly, you know? I, I I would say, I would err on the side of no. That's what I would say. I, I was, it's almost like a 60-40 no. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, that that is a tough situation. Like, I mean, if it's somebody who, like doesn't uh, fuck I don't know if he, it you know if he like didn't have an alcohol problem and like was trying to avoid uh drinking for the uh the um the time being for some reason and then he uh I, I, yeah, then then you know he, of course he would take a drink and then he'd be in the same boat as the girl but for right. somebody who's going to be sober his entire life, there's uh, this is just a, a kind of complicated uh, situation, but j- just to make sure we, we, we don't sound like assholes, uh, you know, just, just don't do bang her out in that case. Um, yeah, I agree. Okay. I mean,
3: you know, it depends too. You know, if the girl, you know, can hold her own, then you know, you know, she's all right. But if you don't know that and you don't know how much she's had to drink and, you know, that kind of thing, then you've got to say no. I mean, that's just, that's just, you know... Uh, that's where constant comes to play. You know, little Jiminy Cricket should be telling you, "No,
2: no, you'll, you'll have tomorrow." You know that kind of thing. Jiminy Cricket.
0: Yeah, Jiminy Cricket from uh, Pinocchio. Is that <laughs> Pinocchio?
2: <up? laughs> <Yes. laughs> and what's your favorite scene? Is she's the man, man with a mighty brains? Oh fuck! Wait, what's the dog Mousey doing right now? That lives with. <laughs> oh wow! Whoops! I'm gonna totally screw this up, but I'm
3: gonna try. Mousey has, you know, as, as we've talked before previously. She turned herself in for Corey's death, her friend who jumped into the TV and electrocuted himself. <laughs> um, she felt very guilty, partially guilty, so she was sentenced to one year in prison, maximum security prison in Vermont uh,
0: <sighs>
3: for dogs, dogs only. And um, well, she she had become adjusted to a prison life, uh, although it's not as posh as it was in Connecticut. Uh, she has formed her own group. Uh, you know, she's had to survive. She's. Attacked several times, but she survived. You know, she met somebody uh, by the name of Terrence Towers, another dog <laughs> over there, and uh, they, they buddied up. And uh, now she, you know, she's coming out with a rap album, actually. And um, so you know she sent me one of the songs by uh, MP3 here. I'm going to try to play it for you. It's mostly in dog form, so it's a lot of barking, which is the official <laughs> language of all dogs. Um, so I'm going to try to play it for you. This is probably going to sound terrible. <laughs> but uh, here it goes. All right. Hey. Yep. World prepare. Bouncy. Bouncy song. Here it goes. It's uh hustler's <laughs> ambition of a dog.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
3: <laughs> that, that's really all I can play for
2: you. I'm sorry, but, uh... <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> my God.
0: Did you enjoy that, or
2: what? Not particularly.
0: I'm sorry, but
3: it was really... <laughs> there's a lot of parking and There's a lot of editing that needs to be done, so... <laughs> uh, she's, really, she's really working hard on this single, and, uh... You know, hopefully, uh, comes out and sees the light of day, and really, uh, it's it's a big, you know.
2: Yeah, hopefully, I doubt it, <laughs> but I hope so. But shouldn't she be in jail for murder?
0: <laughs> she, she is, but she's
3: she's got certain privileges because uh, you know she's on good behavior, so she's not able to record a song or two uh, using her phone. So,
2: all right. And what's your favorite scene? Of she's a with a is she's a my mind, my mind, my
0: mind,
3: my mind, 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 plays this guy named
0: Rorschach. <laughs> R- 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 you know,
3: she plays guys very well. I don't know what it is, it's the Shemalian in her but uh, oh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, she plays a, she plays Rorschach in this movie Watch Mine. Okay, and this uh, it's a it's a disturbing film, it's a take on superheroes, but here's the uh the scene, it's like the opening scene of the movie. Rorschach's journal. October twelfth, nineteen eighty five. Dog carcass in the alley this morning. Tire tread on Burst's stomach. This city is afraid of me. I've seen its true face. The streets are extended gutters, and the gutters are full of blood. And when the drains finally scab over, all the vermin will drown. The accumulated filth of all their sex and murder will foam up about their waists. And all the hordes and politicians will look up and shout, Save us! And I'll whisper, No. And that's my favorite scene. of season main man. main The main man.
2: Very nice. Very nice. That was Thank you sir. you. Know, that that voice was a lot like your Daniel Day Lewis. There will be blood. Voice, mine.
3: <laughs> I drink your milkshake.
2: <laughs> uh. And my favorite, favorite scene. She's season a season main man. Yes, my favorite scene. She's season main man. With my... main
0: <laughs> bang! 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 <laughs> bang, 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 bang,
2: bang. I's mine is uh, is a courtroom scene between Amanda mind Baines and D.A. Rufus Buckley. And and D.A. Rufus Buckley says Mr. Haley. Before you stepped outside of yourself and watched yourself shoot Mr. Willard and Mr. Cobb, were you aware that if convicted, they could be free in 10 years? By the way, this is from the movie A Time to Kill. And then Amanda Bain Bain says, yes, sir. I've heard of some people say that. Yes, sir. And then D.A. Rufus Buckley says, do you think men who kidnap a child should be free in 10 years? Amanda Bain says, no, sir. And D.A. Rufus Buckley says, do you think two men who rape a child should be free in 10 years? And then Amanda Baines' Carl Lee Haley says, no, sir. And then D.A. Rufus Buckley says, do you think two men who hang a child should be free in 10 years? And Amanda Baines' Carl Lee Haley says, no, sir. And D.A. Rufus Buckley says, well, what do you think should happen? What would be a fair sentence? And then Jake Tyler Brigand says, objection. And then DA Rufus Buckley says, did they deserve to die, Mr. Haley? Answer that. And then uh and then Jake Tyler says, don't answer that, Carl Lee. And then DA Rufus Buckley says, Do you think they should deserve to die? And then Amanda Baines says, Carl Lee Haley says, yes. They deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. And that's my favorite scene. Is she's the main man with the main man. main. Woo! that was excellent. I love that
3: scene. You did a phenomenal job. <laughs>
2: Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, I'll be back on Monday night with uh, two of Bobby Brown's nephews, uh, Shizgadi and and Yadi. Shizgadi and Yadi and also some children's musician that uh, you've probably never heard of, but I need to research him. Um, And I hope he doesn't listen to back episodes and hear that. So, uh, remember, uh, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing?
3: Well, you're going to buy a table set from Ikea, knock out one of the legs, chop off the Barbie's head, and replace the leg with Barbie. That's (laughs) what you're going to do.
2: and what are you gonna do with Barbie's cock?
3: Uh, well, you you transform it into Giovina and make it a cup holder.
2: <laughs> hey, John Weeks, By the way, in all seriousness, how are you, how are your toenails looking?
3: Oh well, I like to trim my toenails very short. I don't know why, but because uh, maybe it's because I don't look at them much. But yeah.
2: Oh, see, I thought you were going to say that they've grown out into epic proportions and you never cut them.
3: No, I I don't like, uh, you know, long toenails, so I like to cut them real, real short. Where
2: do you cut them? There's no good place to cut toenails. Where do you cut them?
3: Well, I I cut them. I, I sit in my chair and I put a garbage can right in front of me and cut them my dad. Or I don't do anything and I just let the toenails go on the ground and...
0: <laughs> Go
2: back in
3: some other time.
2: <laughs> All right. So, uh, lastly, uh, w- w- what what are you gonna do with that other Barbie, mine
3: Uh, well, you're gonna you know run it over, make it a carpet, and
2: sleep on it. <laughs> good night, John Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night. Sir.
0: Good
2: night. Good night, good night,
0: good night. <laughs>